Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the CRC podcast. Today, we are going to start off with a new episode for season two. I am Tommy Pham, and I'm going to hand it over now to Ruben. Thanks, Tommy. As he said before, my name is Ruben Rock, and I'm an SJC at the school. And today, I will. And today, we also have our speakers, Audrey, Thomas, and Sakriana on the um, computer. And today, we are going to be talking about stress and exams. Thomas, what is exam? Exams is basically just a series of tests that you've accumulated of knowledge throughout the past semester. It's basically a compilation of all the all the knowledge that you've faced without the semester into one week of tests. When you really think about it, it's just seeing how much you pay attention in school, which is basically what a sack is. Anyways, Audrey, what are your most fears about doing your first exams and sacks? Um, I don't really have any stresses. I just want to make sure that I'm able to do it and I'm able to study beforehand and do well. Well, you seem pretty prepared, but unlike you, many aren't prepared. So here are some tricks and some tips and tricks to get you prepared. Having a good comfort space. It's good to have a comfort space at home, which is well lit with natural light and is comfortable for you. So Thomas, when you did your exams, did you have a nice comfortable space? Yes, I did. I actually had my own my own room, my own space. Make sure I was in the right moment at the right time to make sure that I was confident and prepared to face the exams. That's good because when I did my exams last year, I was not prepared. I just did everything on a whim. So, Tommy, are you prepared? Okay, I'm gonna stop you there, Ruben. I'm gonna ask you about something. Okay. Okay. Exams are basically just you regurgitating everything you've learned. Most of the time, do you think students will ever remember what they learned? To be honest, I don't even remember what I learned in prep. Same. I don't remember what I learned yesterday. Now, with the majority of learning that happens in the classroom, that's where I can prepare myself. But at home, I have problems with procrastination. And that's where we segue into our next thing. Be careful, be prepared to study in class because 80% of the things you do is from your class. So make sure you pay attention to your teacher. And also be be attentive of everything because you don't know what's going to happen. They might even give you a little CRC um cheat cheat formula like what my science teacher gave today. Anyways, um, students are, encu- are encouraged to have an open dialogue with teachers about what they are learning so make sure never be afraid and ask because it's better for you to ask questions before you never knowing them okay so now i'll be handing over to the school captain sakriana that will talk about the healthy habits and what you should do when preparing for exams uh thank you um in terms of exams some good things to keep in mind when you're not only um preparing for the exam but also just studying in general is to have a good study workplace at home 
which is well lit with natural light. It should be comfortable for you so that um, your studying habits can be more um, can be more consistent and smooth. Um, if a student is using technology to study, ensure that any form of so- social media is not in the background so that you don't have any. But some healthy habits to um, try and weave into your life in general, especially for exam preparation, are a healthy diet, exercise and good sleep patterns, which are very important. Be sure to also have conversations with family members about how you're going with the exam preparation. We also encourage you to share your study notes with your family members. Um, Just getting advice off of people who are older than you as well um, and venting anything that you have that you're holding on to before exams is very healthy. So, yeah. Sakriana, can you clarify what kind of venting you were talking about? venting um just like if anybody has any like emotional um um issues that they're holding on to right now especially with exams coming up they shouldn't hold on to it um they should really seek advice or just confide in somebody um yeah it's really not healthy to hold on to such things you know doing this podcast really makes me hungry and being hungry is good because having a healthy diet is good for exams now tommy can you speak to us about healthy diets well of course ruben now let me give you a scenario you're walking down the street okay and you have an exam coming up you look at the food market and you see some things on sale You have a fresh apple, something that will really neutralize you, if that's a word. And on the other side, donuts. What do you choose? Well, a lot of students I see would choose donuts. Why? Because they eat for pleasure. Back then, our ancestors, they only ate to survive. We eat for pleasure. So when you're studying, always remember to get food that can help your brain. And I mean foods containing lots of, you know, vitamins, Omega, threes, and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Wow, you really got detail towards that at the end. Anyways, um, so Audrey, during your test, do you prepare study notes and how do you do them? So recently I actually had a science test and I created cue cards, which is one of my favourite ways to study. But I also use documents and I write down all the things I've learnt. And it's a great way to study because you put down your information and it gets your brain working and it puts it back into your brain what you've learnt. That's good. And also another thing we you should do is probably have a study group with your friends. Because I remember last year for exams we had a study group. Isn't that right, Thomas? Yes, we did. And it was actually very helpful to see all the knowledge that other people have accumulated and the knowledge that I have accumulated so that we can compare and contrast and add to each other's knowledge to help revise with each other. Also, another thing that really helps is lo-fi music. That stuff is good. Isn't that right, Tommy? Yes, it's very good. It stimulates my ears very well and I can really concentrate when I'm doing work. Yeah, Will Smith lo-fi got us through that year last year. Yeah. And Period. Yes. So, since we are at school at St. Albans, we are obviously on a low budget, which means we could not actually interview teachers at this time. Therefore, we had to actually rob some students for them to answer some questions. You know, it's St. Albans, you know, Happy. not, not, you know, St. Albans, you know, just casual things. So I'll be, 
So I'll be actually. <laughs> but I'll be, ignore that. <laughs> okay, so besides all that, we're gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna be uh, interviewing some students and how they will be studying for their exams. So Tommy, what are some study tips that you can provide to everyone? A study tip that I believe that everybody should know is being punctual. Your timetable, that's something you need. What you put in your stomach, that's also something you need. And also your sleeping habits. And I'm saying this in general, but I think we are smart human beings to know that these three things you need to really uh, utilize in order for you to get through your exams and studying. That was a good answer. So what is the hardest thing for you when you study and just things to do in general? Something really hard, and I mean really, really hard, that I find and struggle with is procrastination. At home, I'm always sitting there, you know, just jotting down some maths questions, answering them, and then all of a sudden, I look outside and I say, ooh, a butterfly. I stand up and instead of uh, doing my work, I break the window open, I jump down, and then I start chasing the butterfly. I'm not even, I'm not even joking, I'm being serious, I do that. Sometimes, I even go back inside, and then I'm just sitting there, I'm bored. And then, you know, instead of doing work, because I know I have an exam coming, I decide to eat chips. And I eat a lot of chips. And th- this kind of chip isn't what you think it is. It's not me just putting food in my mouth, it's me actually playing with them. Well, that's something you need to work on, apparently. So, what keeps you motivated to study? Like, although there are a lot of distraction, what keeps you motivated? Something that really keeps me motivated is listening to music. When I listen to music and I'm doing my work, it helps to really make me concentrate. helps to really find um, peace inside of myself. I feel really calm. I feel really relaxed and I know what I'm doing. So, although people do not really like exams due to the stress and all those struggles that come with it, what is the best thing about exams and that the outcome is really positive, if you, th- if you can think of one? I think the best thing about exams is that it judges your future. And um, I think it also depends on the person themselves. The best thing about exams is maybe it can lead you to a path somewhere in life. So it's basically all about just putting in what you believe is best for yourself and taking it with you into the exams. And I think that's the thing. Being under pressure and stress, in my opinion, helps me to really push through. And that's what I think is awesome about exams. Thank you, Tommy. So, Ruben, what are your study tips that you can provide to everyone? Being in a study group is really helpful because most of the time, if I had math problems I couldn't deal with, I went to Thomas. Isn't that right, Thomas? Yes, you did. So, what is the hardest thing for you that you, that involves studying and just doing thing to do studying? Uh, y- you know, keep being motivated and stuff. It really, it's really hard. Also, distractions. That's that's bad. Hunger. Me crying and to sleep at night and um, dying of thirst sometimes. Although there were a lot of negatives, what keeps you motivated to study when you do find that motivation inside you? The thought of me crying tonight every single night if I get 22 on my math test. Well, that's not good, is it? So, what is the best thing about exams, especially since you have experienced it? What is the best thing about it? 
also brings me closer to both my friends and family because it gives us something to connect with. And also when I'm really stressful, it's really great to have those people around me. That's good. So how was exams overall for you last year? It was okay, judging by the fact that year nine exams really don't matter that much. It was it was okay. I got a decent amount of marks. Yeah, I, I'd accept that. I could have gotten worse, but it's good. All right, so we'll be handing it over to Audrey now. What are your study tips? Uh, probably prep preparation because you need to be prepared going into a test and just honestly be calm going into it too because the minute you stress out, the worse you're going to do. So what is the hardest thing to do slash uh, study to, like to get motivated and to get started? Well, living in a house with two sisters, one being a twin, it can be hard with distractions, but it's always easy to come back from that. But distractions is definitely one of the hardest things. So what keeps you motivated when you do find that motivation inside you? Probably my competitive nature with my twin sister because we always want to get better results than each other. That's good. So... Although you haven't experienced exams, what do you th uh, think about tests in general? What is the best thing about tests and SACs? The best thing is probably like the learning afterwards because you know that you might make a mistake, but it's how you come from it. Yeah. So how overall, how were your tests and SACs in general? I do okay. I mean... It's not always my best, but I know that I just have to try harder. I think I might do okay on exams because I do have a pretty good like study um, way, but I will try and figure it out. All right. Uh, questioning the school captain, Sakriana, now. So what are your study tips? I think um, a big study tip, um, from me would probably be to do whatever you feel comfortable with just because somebody says that um, doing this while studying is going to distract you it doesn't necessarily mean that it will for example listening to music I've heard a lot of bad things about um, music being played while you study it can be a form of distraction but personally for me um, lo-fi music actually helps me get into the mood to um, calm down a little bit and get into the studying mode so do what you think fits best for you in your studying style yeah that's good so what are the hardest things to, to study so how do you get started could you explain that a bit more so how do you get started when you study? Because I know people find a lack of motivation to study. So how do you begin studying? Um, in terms of like motivation, I think the best way to start is just do it. Like if you force yourself to sit at your desk, um, chuck your phone in another room, put your book in front of you, pick up a pen, start writing, then that, that can be like... You could end up like sitting there for hours because you actually got into the groove of studying. If that still doesn't work, another good way to um, get motivated to study is um, keeping in contact with your friends. Just 
seeing how they're going because I know some people are also competitive when it comes up to exams. So having that same um, that same nature when you're doing exam preparation would actually help you um, improve a lot more. So although there are a lot of negatives, what keeps you motivated to study? Personally, what keeps me motivated is just thinking of how beneficial exams actually are and not into not in the terms of like having to memorize the actual like the actual knowledge that you're meant to take into the exam but just the outcome of it the exam knowing that you got this kind of score or knowing that you didn't do well on this aspect of the exam it kind of gives you an idea of what you should work on more or maybe if your studying style isn't working or it is so um I think it's just I think it's just like the aspect of the outcomes and just learning from that as Audrey said earlier. So what is the best thing about exams in your opinion? I think the best thing about exams is um just knowing where you're at. Um personally for me I like the lead up into exams. Like, not necessarily the fact that we had to, like, memorize so much content, but the fact that we have something to look forward to, something that we need to, um, that we pride ourselves in, like, our knowledge. The fact that we had to step into a room and we get tested on our knowledge, something that you should take pride in. And so I think the exams is just a way to, um, basically, it's also a way of saying thanks to your teachers that you've, studied this hard with all the things that they've given you resources or their knowledge and it's like yeah i think that's the best thing about the exams the tables have turned boy now what was your favorite <laughs> what was your what's your study tip thomas some study tips that i could provide is probably just you know keep being motivated work with others keep revising every day although it is probably hard to get started i think getting like getting into that mindset of you know starting to work hard improve on your grades is really important so you know just keep it having a good positive and confident mindset is probably my biggest tip and what was the hardest thing to study and do for exams i think it was just the amount of time they sent that set us because they didn't really inform us too much about it like it's just a series of tests in a week. But then again, there was uh, the lockdown, which heavily impacted that. So what keeps you motivated to study? What keeps me motivated to study is, I think, the outcome of the of the future. If you can do well in your schooling, education, and all that, then you will have a bright future. So that's what keeps me motivated. And also want to make friends and family proud as well. Now, avoiding the negatives, what are some positives about exams? Some positives about exams is that they allow you to have a feel of the test conditions in a massive room with others as well. As some, that's something that tests themselves do not provide as the classroom environment is not enough to give you a feel of the exams. So I think the experience of just sitting down with a bunch of people in the room on your own, without any help, uh, is the probably the best about thing about the exam. And overall, how well did you think you do last year? 
I think I, d- I think I did pretty amazing. Uh, which I obviously I didn't do perfectly, but you know, averaging around like ninety or something was actually really good for me. So I was hoping to continue that uh, through this year and this semester. Wow, ninety! That's great. I wish I got ninety in everything. And hello, we are back now with special guest speaker, Mr. Marshall. How are you, gents? Thanks for having me today. Yeah, thanks, man. And uh, we have Thomas here, the technician. Um, Zachariana couldn't make it because, like, once again, we said we don't have big of a budget. Isn't that right, Thomas? Yes, that is right. So, we'll be starting off with some questions for the students. So, Mr. What are some study tips that you can provide to everyone? Look, guys, there's a lot of study uh, kind of tips to consider here. And I think the most important thing is about making sure you have the right environment. And when we talk about the right environment, it's about the right space to kind of, kind of complete your studies studies in. All right, so we're looking at making sure that you're, you're away from any kind of technology that might disrupt you while you're learning. Um, working, working through... Um, which we, we recommend that you try and ma- maybe minimize um, the disruption and, and noise. So if you've got a busy f- household, like I know mine is when I get home, um, sometimes when I'm doing work, I'll make sure that I'm away from my, my, my kids and stuff like that. So the same thing with your other siblings and stuff like that in the household or your parents might be working or they might be preparing dinner or doing some other stuff. It's important that you kind of remove yourself away from any distractions. Um, in saying that, it's also important that you kind of make sure that your family or, or you got, oh, so I guess, um, a supporting peer who can obviously kind of keep you accountable. So if you kind of set your study schedule and you've worked at your study, study schedule, that you do kind of try and keep to that study schedule as well. So we always kind of recommend that you share it with maybe a family member and that way they can keep you accountable as well. Thank you for that. So what is what do you think the hardest thing to do when to when students start to get studying? So hardest thing to do when students start studying, I think the hardest thing is to actually get started. And this is where your schedule is so important. Um, set up your schedule, set up your timetable, and it's like a scheduled class. So you allocate, you know, but we say we're working within 20 minute blocks, okay? And that's how the kind of the, the mind kind of and the brain can operate. So you can concentrate, your concentration at a, at a lesson level tends to be in, within 20, 25 minute blocks. Okay, so 25 minute blocks, set it in your schedule, and then keep yourself accountable. All right, it's like a timetable class. Like you're not going to be late to a class. Okay, same thing as well. If you've I'm dedicated and you've committed to getting really doing really well in these exams, okay, it also needs to be part of your study schedule. So if you've got that hour, kind of an hour block, we say break it break it down to 25 minute kind of intervals. So within an hour, you might have kind of 25 minutes, have a five minute break. Another 25 minutes, have another break, and you kind of might do that for a kind of specific subject area. But again, the key here is, guys, keep to your schedule, okay? And we understand things will pop up along the way. Maybe there might be something urgent you need to attend to. So all you do is schedules change, okay? So you might kind of just, but that time that you've allocated to, say, studying for maths, for example, um, if, it's, if you've allocated 15 minutes and you can't make it because something else's urgent come up, make sure that you put it somewhere else. All right, so that's important because that keeps that flow happening as well. Yeah. So, although this doesn't apply to you, what keeps you motivated when studying or when working? You know, a lot of students say they like to study with some music playing, and music's fine, but you got to right get that right kind of music. So we say 
whatever any any music that keeps your heart at a steady state so for right now we're sitting there we're resting this is a resting state heartbeat okay and that kind of hovers around for different people but we say 64 beats per minute you want to try and get music if you like music try and get music around about that tone because that helps you keep in that regular kind of heartbeat that resting heartbeat however if you put on some music that's got a heart like that's kind of racing a little bit more and gets the heartbeat up like kind of accelerates it it's not going to help with your concentration because all of a sudden now you're going to be distracted and your mind's not going to be worried about the studying it's going to be kind of concentrating in, on on that music so again i know students mr marshall our music mr marshall enjoy this but he always says that the best one to do is some classical music is really cool Okay, some chill beats, some of that kind of, um, you can go with an R&B beat as well is okay because they kind of a little bit slow, but anything like some of the rap we like to listen to and some of some like that, the um, pop songs or the, you know, the top 20, probably not suitable for when you're studying, but just really low in the background is fine. Um, if you can avoid it, even better, but you can keep it on. I understand a lot of students do like to work that way and, you know, I, I must be honest, I like to work that way too. So, but you just got to make sure that it's around 64 minute beats and you can actually look up songs um, on you know, kind of Apple Music. Um, you can also do that on Spotify and you can actually recommend songs that are kind of um, at, at heart rate level, which is good. So, as you were saying before, steady beats. So, what's your opinion on Will Smith's lo-fi playlist? Funny you should say that, mate. Um, so Will Smith, my, my man, he's my go-to. And if you're lucky enough to be in some of my classes, especially during studying time, I actually play Will Smith and Jazzy Jeff's kind of chill beats. It was something big they did last year during COVID just to help students when that are learning at home remotely, working remotely, and it's become really popular. So I really recommend... Um, Will Smith is a probably a really good one to go to, but more of his kind of the chill beats that he's got operating. It's a great YouTube um, up online, and I'm happy to share that with students maybe through the um – I might do it on the daily bulletin for you guys to maybe kind of utilize as well because it's something that is really good and it definitely keeps the heart rate around that 64 beats per minute, which is great. So what is the best thing about exams, like the benefits that come out of it? You know what? That's a really good question. Um, Students ask us all the time and even as staff, we reflect and evaluate why we have exams for our students. The The most important thing is it's important to kind of prepare you guys for what's coming in the next few years okay in, in, in we're talking about in your pathways in, pathways into vce and vet and that kind of stuff exams is an expectation you're going to have exams at vc level you're going to have exams for those people that choose on to go into further studies as well there will be exams and there'll be a, a kind of assessment tasks so we want to make sure that you guys are prepared okay for that environment and that's what that's what it's about as well you know to study and prepare for work for a test like you guys do so often okay from year seven here and even even in grade you know, primary school as well those kind of grade year levels um you're used to having tests and a test only covers you know four to six weeks of content whereas an exam you cover everything for in a semester so everything you've studied in a semester is going to be in one exam and that's the way so preparing for the exam is so important understanding that it's not just about a short period of time you've got to try and retain knowledge all the way back from kind of term one week one week two like of, of you know this this kind of school year so in our classrooms we've got something that's called the recover retention and it's been in our classrooms for most of you guys since year seven and the reason we, as teachers we keep referring back to that because it's important that you keep checking back in with your work and that curve retention means that if you constantly every five to um if you apply five to ten minutes of checking into the work that you cover each and every day all of a sudden it becomes of part of your kind of long-term memory 
Okay, and you retain this knowledge. It's part of who you are. It's part of your life. Um, if you try and cram and do everything last minute, and you've you, like you haven't done anything for the whole term, and then all of a sudden you hear exams, the word exams, and you say, "Oh no, I better start studying for exams." All you're doing is you're putting that stuff into your short-term memory. You might be able to remember it for the exam or part of it, but then after that, it's gone. It's not part of who you are. It's not part of your your learning journey. So, cover retention is really important coming into that. Um, but in saying that. Um, there's no substitute for hard work. Yeah, hard work is so important, and I'm, I'm not talking about hard work just for studying, but hard work just in life in general. Um, and I think it's really important that you guys are preparing yourself for that. So when we talk about um, the exams as a whole and why we run exams, um, we want to make sure that you guys are preparing yourself for future success, whether it's in VC or further studies, um, that you are retaining this knowledge that you're going to hopefully use in your life, okay, and in your pathways, whatever, whatever that might be. But also, we want to make sure that you guys are getting into that environment and that practice of being mindfulness. But walking into an exam, I mean, everyone, doesn't matter who you are, when you go, to a, go, go for a test or an exam, you feel a little bit anxious. We want you to experience that feeling, but more importantly, give you guys the skills and the strategies how to calm down. So some of that kind of mindfulness breathing we talk to you guys about, a lot of stuff we do with gym, a lot of stuff we do through RE or we might do through the health um, kind of classes, that's to prepare you how you how to deal with kind of stressful situations or anxiety. It's all part of life. Yeah, we all experience it. Even as adults and as teachers, we experience that as well. But I think it's important that you guys have the strategies and you're put in that situation where you're feeling uncomfortable, but at the end of the day, you complete the exam, you walk out and you're still alive. Like life still goes on. So speaking about the environment and stress, do you think that the exams will be in the hall this year for the year nines and tens or will they still be in the classroom environment? You know what, COVID again, once again, COVID um, and 2020, we had to work a little bit differently. And although the feedback that we received from staff and, and some students was that work doing exams in classrooms was a, was a positive kind of way to operate, um, again, we want to make sure that we're getting you guys into that environment or into that practice of having into in the, that hall or that kind of exam supervision kind of, kind of, I guess, environment, because that's what you're more likely to do when you get to VCE. Okay, and that's how it operates. So for us, um, we are looking to do it in, in the hall again. And at this stage, it's looking to be in the hall again. Things change um, as we kind of get um, deeper into the winter months and stuff like that. And remember, exams will be weeks eight and week nine of um, this semester. So, yeah, our hopes and our dreams are hoping that it will be in the um, hall. And, again, it's to get that regular and consistent environment because that's going to be the expectations as you move into kind of that further study as well. So VC or university. So... How do you deal with stressful environments such as the hall, since the classrooms and the hall are so different to one another? Yeah, it is. I guess, you know, the classroom is some an environment that you're kind of used to. Yeah, you're in there for majority of your classes, your core subjects and so on. So we can understand. So the idea is um, we as staff try and make sure that we, once you walk into that exam hall or into the hall, the hall for exams, that we're kind of consistent in our practices. So if you kind of can remember, and for, for some of those year nines out there, um, this won't be kind of consistent for you, for, but for our year tens, there's a kind of script that the teacher follows. And that script is for two reasons. It's to make sure that you actually are following those kind of the, the routines and procedures that we have for our exams. But there's actually a mindfulness to it as well. Because once you hear the teacher's voice, it's the same thing you'll be hearing each and every exam. And that actually helps bring your heart rate down. It helps you, um, there's a consistency to that as well. So while the teacher is going through all the exam protocols and expectations, 
that's actually a, a that's an opportunity for us to help you guys just help you be calm or what we could call present centered and grounded it helps you maybe focus on your breathing calm your breathing down if needed okay and just kind of be in that environment get used to that environment so again look that's what we try and do and that's what our hopes are for you guys because we want to make sure that it is consistent and that you are kind of comfortable in those environments you know little things like the heater and ha- having the heater blowing and stuff at times and having it prepared beforehand we tend to kind of run that at least an hour before so once you walk into that space it's at least a little bit more comfortable because uh, we understand again once we get into the winter uh, deep into the winter months it does get a little bit colder in the hall but we try and kind of operate and have those things um, for you guys to try and make the environment as welcoming and as I guess um, comfortable as possible and now being older and much much more wiser what are some advices you would give to your younger self uh, young Mr. Marshall, um, as you, as many of you guys will be aware, yes, I'm an ex-student from CRC St Albans and proud of it too. Um, and we didn't have exams um, operating when I was at school and this is going back in, so I graduated in year 10 from CRC St Albans in 1996. But I can tell you now, um, if, I, if we did have exams, what I would be saying to myself is um, studying. You know, I think the studying was so important and study skills, how to study. Now, how to prepare yourself. And again, this is stuff that you'll be doing with your teachers um, through um, kind of homeroom. Um, we ran workshops last year as well for a lot of the year 10s out there as well that attended to that. But our year 9s, will be kicking that off with them next week. So Because it's the first time at our school that year 9s will be doing exams. We'll be taking them through a workshop on how to study within um, Extended PC next Wednesday. So again... I would be saying to myself, studying is so important. And when I took, when I when I got to VCE, um, studying then, and you have to study for the whole kind of year sometimes, but even for the semester, I felt um, at that stage I probably didn't have some of those skill sets. So therefore, I had to teach myself how to study. So I kind of got with a couple of my peers that were taking VCE a little bit more serious to some of my other mates, and we make sure we sat down, we we kind of shared notes, and we kind of worked off each other, um, and we did a lot of practice exams. So practice exams, practice questions, all those little things are going to help you prepare the best you can for it. So um, younger Mr. Marshall, um, what I'm saying to you is prepare and prepare well. So what is your opinion on study groups? Is it beneficial? And if they are distracted, what are some tips to get them, you know, get going again? You know, collaboration is something, again, another, another, it's a skill. How to collaborate, how to work together as a team is, is a skill set that you've got to develop as well. So what I would be saying is making sure that you are choosing and you're selective in the people that you're going to study with. Um, if you know there's someone that you obviously don't work well with, not the time to try and develop that relationship now for, for collaborating. Okay, you can work or work on that at a different stage, where maybe in the classroom. Right now, it's all about you getting the best out of yourself and surrounding yourself with the right people that you know you can work well with. Um, for example, you know, I, at school I had some uh, mates that were probably some of my best mates, but when it comes to group work, I chose not to work with those people because I knew that we'd distract each other. You know, but once once we walked out, um, once with that assessment task was over, we'd go out, we'd play basketball, we'd kick the football, whatever it might be, and we were really close mates then. But I just knew when it came down to studying and, and maybe an assessment task or things that I thought was important to me, I made sure that I was selective in the people that I worked with as well. So I'm encouraging you guys, peer groups are really good. Um, you bounce um, ideas of each other, you help each other out. You know, you might kind of set them a question to complete. 
uh, or ask them questions and then they'll do the same thing to you. They might correct your work, you'll correct their work. So you do, I mean, number one, your te- teachers are always there for you and we, we are the number one, uh, hopefully, point of call that you need when you need support, but your peers are a great support network as well and utilize them as well, please do. But make sure you're selective in the people that you, you choose, the people you can trust and work well with. So at the time of this recording, I believe that the year nines will have net plan and their first exams. So what are your advice for them? Because they'll have a lot on their plates. They do. And um, look, I'm a home, year nine homeroom teacher. And I was actually just talking to my homeroom about that you know, today and over like last week as well. Look, NAPLAN is a government kind of initiative and it's, it gives us an understanding and the data from NAPLAN gives us an understanding about student growth. And that's what it's, num- I think that's what it's about. The difference between NAPLAN and exams, NAPLAN, our stu- we can't really prepare our students for it because we don't know what's on, on it, where there's going to be. We have a general idea um, and at the end of the day, it's about them seeing where they're at and seeing their growth from year seven to year nine. When it comes to exams, okay, as teachers, we write the exams, we set the exams, we write the curriculum, we teach the curriculum, so therefore we can prepare our kids for it a lot more. So what I'll be saying is to our year nines out there, um, when you go into your NAP plans and you're completing your NAP plan, all you can do is do the best you can, okay? You can't sit there and research stuff or anything like that. All you can do is whatever knowledge you have, just do the best you can on that NAP plan and they'll give an understanding, okay, what your growth is from year seven to year nine. When it comes to the exams, Utilize your teachers, utilize your peers, listen to your classroom teachers because we'll be helping you to prepare for this. Okay, we want you guys to succeed. We want you to do well, and it is your first time. So we we'll make sure that you're looking after your, your, you know, yourself um, in a kind of well-being way, but also look out for your mates. Okay, so if you see a change in one of your friends, maybe some of their 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 mannerisms, or maybe they've gone a little bit quiet, reach out and ask them, "Are you okay?" You know, we kind of, it's something that we, some people struggle to do or we kind of just forget about it. But again, at this time, I know it can be a stressful situation for a lot of people, nines and tens, but you nines in particular, because it is their first time. Uh, please make sure you're looking out for yourself, but also reach out to other people as well. And I think this is the end of our podcast. So we'd like to give a special thanks to Mr. Marshall, the uh the Marshall. Dale Marshall and also Mr. Marshall, Music Marshall, because he allowed us to um, use his microphone and his headphones. And that's it. Again, we have a very small budget. Yeah, I just want to say thank you, sir, and I uh, hope to see everyone in the next one. And this is Editing Ruben here, and this is the official end of the podcast. But later on, you will see that it isn't the end. There are some bloopers because we spent an hour and like 20 minutes in a room together and things got wild. So have a listen and and feel free to let us know on what things we can do next. Perhaps we can do hot takes or maybe we can take hot ones. Who knows? We'll find out in the next episode. Alrighty now. Now it's time for some jokes. <laughs> Anyways, first joke of the episode. <clears throat> Why was the math teacher late to work? Why? 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 Wait, what? <laughs> because she took the wrong bus. Oh. Yeah.
Get it, guys? It's rhombus, like the shape rhombus. I I forgot what a rhombus looks like. You probably have already left the podcast at this point, just to the cringiness of this. So I don't blame you.